Hello and welcome back to Vox Popcast, the weekly pseudo-academic roundtable of pop culture analysis with drinking and swearing. My name is Christopher Maverick, but you can call me Mav, and I am once again here with nobody. This is one of those shows where none of my regulars showed up, but that's okay because we are doing a special crossover episode with our friends over at Protagonist Podcast, so I would like to welcome back to the show... Longtime friends of the show, Joe and Andrew, on this really quick show that we just came up with right away and wasn't totally just a copy of your show, which just aired a few weeks ago and or a few weeks into the future. How are you guys doing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing great. And if you want to hear more of my stuff, you can go download the protagonist podcast. (laughs) Which, again, it'll sound eerily similar to this. And or or might be because we're not sure the order of things as we were just discussing. Whatever. <laughs> what are the rules of this game, Joe? Yeah. Our game today is uh, movies by month or monthly movie playlist. One of those two, whichever one you want to call it. Oh wow! Okay, I called it the movie calendar playlist game. Oh, movie in calendar playlist. That's another good option. Andrew, yeah. did you have a different name in mind? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Timely talkies. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly so much thought has been put into this already. (laughs) The the premise is uh, that we are selecting a movie that feels right to watch for each month of the year. And because we gamify everything, we're going to do it draft style just because someone's pick might be stolen. There's not really a winner at the end. It's just we want three different movies suggestions for every month of the year. This would give you 36 total films. It's the fans that win, Joe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is for you, the listener at home. And if you've been looking for a 36 film uh, calendar for, for 2024, we're going to give it to you in August of 2023. Well, I mean, no, people need time to like their, you don't want to just blow your entire DVD and or digital download budget like at Christmas time. Right. Now you've got four months or mm-hmm. three, depending on when. We aired this on which podcast to um to go and like plan ahead. What's on Disney Plus? What's on what's HBO Max called these days? I guess just Max. Paramount I think Plus. I think so. Just Max. Yeah, if it exists. <laughs> Whatever streaming services exist at time of dropping this episode, you know, you might Oh man. Could, do you think that there's any streaming service that would have the guts to say, no, we're just we're just plus. Our streaming oh service is called Plus, <laughs> maybe we should get like venture capital. And we should try to open it. <laughs> that could be our uh, thing. Well, Andrew, I can tell you, Cineholiflix Plus would be willing to do that. <laughs> it's just plus now. It's a little, I, I look little forward to joke for any listeners of our Christmas specials. Yeah. I look forward to that being brought up in, in the Christmas episode. Cineholiflix Plus has rebranded into simply Plus. <laughs> plus. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, uh, of course, that's the level of thought, Matt. We were thinking of our listeners and giving them lead time. This was not all of us sitting around saying we need a special episode. And this is the first one we thought that would have little enough prep that we could record it very quickly. I've thought about this for minutes, several yes. minutes. <laughs> uh, because we're going to go pseudo draft style again, meaning just we want three original films for every month. Uh, we'll rotate through, but we are going to run January through December uh, with this. Um, uh, do any of you want to go first in January? It's, I'm trying to map it out. See what other months would I get first in that case? <laughs> uh, I, I'm fine going first or last. 
All right, Andrew, why don't we have you take off uh, or go first for for January? And okay. uh, Mav, would you like to go second or third this month? Um, if I pick second, I go first for February. Yeah, uh-huh. I will pick third. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so in January, I I kind of just went with my gut and said, okay, what do what do I actually think I would watch every January? I went with Avengers Endgame, which is mm. a weird way to begin a year. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it doesn't really like fulfill and like a narrative of the year has not taken place for this kind of fulfilling finale thing, but not in part war. So you're part, you're, you're part two in this. Yes, on the I do. Want, I do want end game in part because it's like, I kind of just want that like relief at the end of all the holidays. It's like, okay, holidays are done. Let me watch Avengers end game. And, and, I, and they will feel like I do at the end of the movie where they're like, ah, it's all done. okay uh that's an unexpected one yeah me Um, too (laughs) not what i thought (laughs) all right uh i've got a couple options here uh uh, none of mine were taken with avengers endgame (laughs) Uh, did did i steal from another month uh no i I didn't have that (laughs) no 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 nowhere near my list actually okay yeah we are so loose in our guidelines for this game that it could be there is a specific tie in terms of the title of a film to a month of the year where you feel like you should watch it then or an event in the film that ties uh, chronological, chronologically of the year or just the general feeling, which, yeah. Andrew, it feels like that's what you were going with, with mm-hmm. uh, Avengers Endgame. Just kind yeah, of it feels like feeling, you're just saying this makes I you want to start a year hopeful. Year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little optimistic. Um, so I'm going to choose uh, in part because we had a uh, a a long winter this this last year. I'm choosing Frozen <laughs> for for yeah. January. Okay. Um, just the uh, you know, there's not much more to it than I sat back and thought about what January is like, and it was a lot of cold wind and uh, and snow on the ground, and I thought of the film Frozen. So that's going to be my January film right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, all right. <laughs> and I, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting game. I know already because clearly Joe and I are thinking along similar lines. Though Frozen's not what I picked, you know, like thematically as opposed to like I like Andrew's picking just a feeling. You know, here's like, this feels like a January movie. I like that mm-hmm. and not at all what I did at any point on my list. So I'm like, oh, whereas Joe and I could coll- collide at any moment now, but not here because for my January movie, I picked the movie Four Rooms. Four Rooms is a film by four different directors, each of whom gets direct. It takes place on New Year's Eve um, and hence January. Um, it takes place on New Year's Eve going into New Year's Day. And Tim Curry is a bellhop who is floating between four rooms, each of whom is directed by a different director. Tarantino does one. Uh, Robert Rodriguez does one. I don't know who the other two off are off the top of my head. And I didn't plan far enough ahead to like look it up. Um, maybe I'll remember later. But uh, the bellhop hops around and he's in each of those stories. You know the way a Tarantino makes a movie, except for Tarantino mm-hmm. only makes gets to make 25% of this movie. The other <laughs> 75% are made by three other directors. And, you know, and you just see the wacky hijinks that are, you know, of the disparate styles of of four different directors in four different rooms with a widely a, a, a widely experimental cast with lots of people that you'll recognize. Looks like it was um, Allison Anders and Alexander Rockwell are yes. the other directors. Thank you. And yeah, and it's I mean, 
like it's one of those things where i'm not gonna say it's like a brilliant movie or like it's a like it's not certainly not the best movie of all time it's no one's best work but it is thematically very much a this is a starting the year off movie because that's what it's about it's about a hotel on january 1st i liked that we ended up with just kind of a a general feeling from andrew uh a a more seasonal feeling from me and then an actual calendar date in the film from that i think those are some of the themes we're going to see coming through i did again technically it starts on december 31st but you know it it, by the time the movie's over it is clearly january 1st it is across midnight i did consider some some stuff that had like new year's it just it felt so weird for me with january because it's like what's the big holiday well it's new year's eve which is not actually in january (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so i was like ah and i don't want something that's got too much like december christmas stuff that would feel weird to carry over Mm -hmm. i also just realized i said tim curry but it's tim roth i'm I'm like i'm looking at my head and no that's fairly different yeah (laughs) just revisualizing it's like wait a minute the fuzziness is coming in (laughs) i did not rewatch these films for for this episode (laughs) right (laughs) no 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 uh yeah i I reached out to you very (laughs) short a window of time before recording and you agreed to jump on that's no, real fun um, like, I'm, I'm in for the game i like it. <laughs> i think we all have alternates do you want to save those for the end or do you want to just throw them out here real quick before we jump into february we can throw i don't them have in alternates for everything i don't have oh. alternates for everything and some of them might show up later so so uh, maybe at the but, end but, we'll, we'll just if, throw some if uh, we need to versions yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. all right for february uh, i get to go first and my top pick is probably my my top pick of all films which our listeners know uh groundhog day is yes. going to be my february pick yes Easy prediction. It was uh-huh. on yeah. my list, but on, on my list, knowing that I wouldn't get it. I, <laughs> it is I literally was also <laughs> like, I have it on my list, but I'm like, I, I, I don't think I would pick it for February, but also like Joseph's definitely going to pick that for February. Yeah, <laughs> It's not going to go any other month of the year. So I, I've got to pick it for this one. I had other good films that mm-hmm. feel like February as well, but that's yes. my pick. Yeah. Uh, oh for, no, it totally uh, works. I, I, do I have to explain why? I, I think that one's, I think, I think you're, you're okay. Well, for for many years, the three of us and our friend Nicole have been hosting a podcast <laughs> voted to for, for, for all eternity, I believe, Nav. It has so, already been been continuing forever in the past. We're infinite episodes. That's right. Yes. Uh, yes. Every, every year. Ground Pod Day. Comes Ground out. Pod Day. Yes. So, oh, so, yeah. So I also went with a holiday and um, sort of many holidays because I I did consider Groundhog Day. And I was like, well, if I happen to pick first in February, but I but, but if but otherwise one of the two of them will pick Groundhog Day. So um, the movie that I went for with it could have fit in many places, but it ends on Valentine's Day. And I knew there'd be a lot of like Valentine's Day movies. And I think Valentine's Day is a good thing to be celebrating in February. Um, if you are so inclined to celebrate that Valentine's Day, no shame if you don't. But this movie is Holiday. Holiday starring Emma Roberts and um, and uh, Luke Barkley. Barkley. Uh, uh, it, it is um, it is a movie about two people who have just given up on relationships, but they're very sick of going to family parties and stuff and being like, so when are you going to get married? You know, who are you dating? So they just they they they, they make a pact to just date each other only for holidays. <laughs> so, so it's literally like you're you're going to be my date for Christmas and Thanksgiving and New Year's and, you know, Valentine's Day and whatever. But, you know, Fourth of July, but all other holidays, I mean, all other um, days of the year, all bets are off. You know, if I'm, I'm going to try and meet somebody else, they're only they're only a couple on holidays. And then, of course, it's a romantic comedy. So surely they'll fall in love for real. 
It, it does seem inevitable. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think this was uh, one of <laughs> no Netflix's kind of pseudo uh, Hallmark feeling films that Netflix puts out where they try to be a little edgier, but still give you the, the warm feel- fuzziness of a Hallmark. Um, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yes, it was. Um, it was not. It was not produced for Netflix, but they bought it and they released it. Um, twenty twenty. It's very. It, it's very much a COVID era release. Was it? Was it? Was it like meant for theatrical release, but then ended up on Netflix because of COVID? Yes. Yeah. Mm. All right, uh, Andrew. What is your pick for February? So there is a romantic comedy. It stars Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Huh. Huh. And this could be I'm like picking movies. I'm picking You've Got Mail, which does not end on uh, on oh. Valentine's Day. But oh, that's for me, that's the wrong time of year for this one, because I have that one slotted for another month. But now I can't pick it. Ooh. <laughs> I, uh, I have a few reasons for picking it in this slot. For a long time growing up, our parents did Sleepless in Seattle for Valentine's Day. And there was also a chocolate cake that my mom would make on valentine's day and she wouldn't make it any other time of the year which is really frustrating because it's very tasty (laughs) um and i asked her for my birthday one time and she said no that's for valentine's day only wow (laughs) wow um but yeah so it was sleepless in seattle every year because it ends on valentine's day although it does Mm -hmm. have christmas and new year's and and you know some Mm -hmm. days in it uh, but I think you've got mail as a superior film. Ooh. I like it a little bit better. And it is what Kestra and I have typically watched on Valentine's day. Okay. Going back to the Valentine's day before we were actually dating, we watched it at a, at a group movie night. So that works for us personally. Um, I know Joseph does not agree with you've got mail being the superior film. That was a discussion amongst our family recently. You're 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 clearly 100 percent wrong. I'm with Joe, but <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I appreciate that it you means mean something special to you and your wife. <laughs> I, I was in the minority in my family when I said, oh, you've got mail is the better. And and uh, there were some strong. No, you, you said, right, sleepless. I said sorry. I said sleepless in Seattle is the better. Sleepless. I, I would I would actually put you've got mail third. I like Joe versus Walter yeah. Volcano for two. <laughs> <laughs> I like Joe versus Volcano a lot. Yeah, that's a bold one. Uh, <laughs> no, no, Sleepless in Seattle is number one. I, yeah. Then, then I would go Joe Volcano. Okay, okay. But no, I, 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 mean, and, I uh, the, within the 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 concept of this pick, personal connection to a film and a time of year, one hundred percent valid. Go, for I think it. so too. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have gone through January and February. At one point, when we were brainstorming this, uh, Mav and listeners, Andrew said, "Should we go for like the full protagonist and we suggest a movie, a novel, a TV show, and a comic book?" And I was like, "No, we get five minutes per month to fill an hour long episode, <laughs> eighteen hour show. <laughs> we, we can't, we can't possibly go through everything because uh, I think we're already over schedule." So March, March was easy for me. It was the first movie that I picked on the entire thing, which is why I selected going oh. third. <laughs> okay, uh, well. Uh, that, that, would be, that would be Selma. The story oh, yeah. of I March. had that one on my list. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Selma is the story mm-hmm. of, the, of the March on Selma uh, featuring Martin Luther King, John Lewis. A brilliant, brilliant biopic. Uh, Oscar award directed by Ava DuVernay. Yes. So, uh, I mean, like there's not there's there's barely even anything worth worth explaining. It is an amazing Oscar winning movie that takes place in the month of March. The comic book version is called March. March. It is about a March in March. Um, it's perfect. <laughs> this is, and it's a movie that everyone should see. I highly recommend it as well. I get to go now, right? Yes, correct. 
I I'm I'm debating between two things and there's one. Oh, I didn't know that it was necessarily going to have to come to this. There's one that I do want to make sure I get on my list. So I because I do like it better than the other one. So I'm going to go with Scott Pilgrim versus the world, which mm. is one of my favorite films. And there is a line that denotes that it is taking place in like April. So I'm going <laughs> to account for it being the end of March initially at the okay. beginning of that film. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was going to say, oh, why does this feel like a March film to you? But yeah, you know, there, there are no rules here. No, so that's but- fine. <laughs> All right. So we have Selma and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I am going to choose the Harrison Ford classic, The Fugitive. Oh, okay. Ooh. Oh, because of St. Patrick's Day in Chicago. Yeah. Yep. The river's dyed green. It's a, a key scene and sequence that gives you an exact date uh, for when Harrison Ford is on the run. Um, and you know, we're in suspense the entire time to know whether he's going to he's going to prove his innocence or not. Thank Patrick. I mean, I did consider that connection. So very Joseph, from what I hear, he didn't kill his wife. He did not. And but also, you know what? What's important? Tommy Lee Jones does not care. That's not his job. Such a good movie. It's a a really good movie and I need to watch it again. Oh, man. That line. I don't care is one of my favorite line readings to reveal a character's motivation. (laughs) It's like, oh, that is not so what much. I'm about. <laughs> so much embedded in that line and that reading by Tommy Lee Jones. I, I am not the system. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that one is just strictly because of the St. Patrick's Day connection uh, mm-hmm. for fair for the uh, for, for when it takes place. So I see you didn't choose to go with the Disney Channel original movie Luck of the Irish for the St. Patrick's Day connection. <laughs> uh, I'm not familiar with it. So no, I did not. <laughs> I mean, I could tell you about it, but we could just do an episode some some March in the future. Wow. Okay. I'm sure our listeners are really going to be looking forward to that one. (laughs) All right, Andrew, you're going to be first for us in April. Oh, easy pick. Harvey. Ooh, because it's the bunny rabbit and Easter. It's it's the Easter bunny. All right. For listeners who don't know Harvey, what what is Harvey? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, please explain. Okay. For listeners who don't know Harvey, Harvey is a film starring um, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. And he, uh, well, I don't know how, how much do I want to reveal about this? Andrew, (laughs) it's like a 60 year old film. I think you can go for it. So, so, so Jimmy Stewart is playing a little bit of a drunk, but a very, very pleasant drunk. Uh, and it's a 73 year old film. He, uh, has an imaginary friend named Harvey, who is a six foot tall rabbit, giant rabbit. And, uh, (laughs) yes. Uh, and the film is about him interacting with various people and being extremely pleasant, but slightly off putting because he keeps wanting to introduce people to his giant rabbit friend, Mm -hmm. uh, who they cannot see. And so they think he's crazy. Uh, (laughs) which he is, but at the resolution of the film, they kind of settle on like, well, harmless crazy is actually better than average person. <laughs> to, to some extent. It's no, and, and the film decides that there is a puka. Yes, the film yeah. does does make it real. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that he had a six foot but, imaginary but, rabbit friend. But he is also a drunk who is probably not dealing with the trauma of his his mother's death. Yes. Yeah. So that <laughs> is that is what? also real. Yeah, but what? it's a not it's a really. great movie. <laughs> Different rabbit. It's not Easter related at all. No, but but a, a movie that I enjoy watching on an annual basis. There's some really. There's at least one fantastic monologue from Jimmy Stewart where he's just 
he's just sitting in in the corner of an alley giving a monologue. It's like this guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> the, the actor, you mean? Yeah. Um, and uh, and his sister uh, won an Oscar. His, his his the actress portraying his sister won an Oscar really? for that film. I think best supporting actress. Hmm. And there's some. I don't know. I I love that movie. There's some great lines in there. There's some good comedy in there. Yeah. Um. No, that, that is a great pick. All right. April turned out to be one of my busiest months of hmm. very different kinds of films that I could pick here. I am going to end up choosing Apollo 13 because um, April is the month when the mission was taking place. OK. Um, and also because I have a son who is obsessed with space and NASA right now. So that's a personal. <laughs> uh, How old is he? Uh, it is my he, his birthday is today. He's seven and he's reading a book about NASA right now in his room that he got for his birthday. <laughs> but he can tell you like he's at seven. Do you watch Apollo 13? Or I have not watched it with him yet, but <laughs> I, I, it's going to be soon. Yeah, like seven or eight is probably OK. Yeah. As long as you're like watching it with him. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was like, yeah, there, there needs to be some, cause if you're into space, this is a scary, uh, scary movie. I actually was talking. But he about knows, he knows about the Apollo 13 mission. Like he will tell, he, he will okay. randomly tell me about Apollo missions that, you know, what went right, what went wrong, which one exploded. So he <laughs> knows. A, so he's aware they're going to get out of it. Okay. That helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I talked about the Apollo 13 mission and the Apollo 13 mission and briefly the movie, but more the actual mission today in class that I was teaching. Oh, um, so it was like, I was unexpected like, connection here. Yeah, we just, we just randomly connected. We were, we were taught, we were speaking about that today. Um, here's, so here's a, an awkward fact about Apollo 13. It is now longer since the movie came out than it was between the actual disaster and the movie being made. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> that's, that just feels really wild. Doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel we, good. It's like we've had the movie. For longer than the movie had the actual history. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> no, no good. All right, Mav, uh, let's move, move off that topic. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm going a completely different way. Um, April was another easy month for me. And I mean, technically I picked two movies, but it's a, it's a movie in the sequel. And if you really only want to watch one, uh, the movie I picked is, is Major League. And if you're feeling good, watch Major League 2. <laughs> you don't need to watch Major League 3 back to the minors. <laughs> major league three i think is fine it's it's largely rehashing the first two but uh but the first major league movie i am you know i'm from cleveland this is the story of the then cleveland indians now cleveland guardians and their race to like n- to not have their team move to another city if they don't make it to the playoffs <laughs> That's a, it is it is um it is a it's a bad news bears style movie but somehow they got major league baseball to agree to let them use real trademarks and that's how did that happen i don't know because because um they're not painted in the best light no because it's about the owner trying to move a team from you know the beloved yeah Yeah, it's it's about the the owner's kind of horrible um the team is kind of bad and every and everyone on the team is you know you know it's it's actually a pretty reasonable portrayal of a down and out baseball team it's a bunch of guys who are drunks or who are you know whose whose bodies are shot from too from too and, many and years just journeymen of, like of this abuse isn't passion anymore yeah. it's like, yeah, we're just kind of here yeah. yeah it's a really great film i love it um and and the um and the second one you know the second one is about hey we had a successful year and now success is going to our heads and it becomes a it's it's a really good follow-up but the reason i picked them was because april's the start of baseball season and you know gets you in the mood so that's that's where i'm at yeah 
I may go to the sports well uh, a couple times. I actually already passed over at least one sports film that had a, a timely connection. But um, you all right. mentioning sports is maybe adding something to mine. <laughs> I almost did it. OK, I'll just say it now. We're, I mean, we're probably going to bring out our dead at the end and, and say what we were almost picked for some of these months. But in February, I almost did Cool Runnings in part because it was oh, the first time oh. I came on the podcast <laughs> was to talk mm-hmm. about Cool Runnings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. For May. Oh, man, I've got some good picks here. I'm going to go with the sports route that Mav uh, chose and do Chariots of Fire, Mm. Uh, which I think those Summer Olympics, I was looking it up. This is the 1924 Summer Olympics. It was like May, June, July. (laughs) It was like all like I could choose any any summer month and I would have been fine. Uh, But I'm going to I'm going to take it in May here. Uh, So Chariots of Fire is a uh, film about uh, British sprinters uh in the 1924 paris olympics and uh the uh both their their training but then also uh one of them refuses to race on sunday uh because it's lord's day and the the pressure that he's put under to do that and the way he refuses um when is that film from uh Uh, hold on i'm gonna see if i can do it wait the 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 score's on synth it's got to be the 80s it's it it, yeah and it it, will hold on van vangelis did the score 82 81 you were so close no 82 oh oh, uh, 82 i I do this all the time it's the 1982 oscars 1981 it comes out Mm. I've, i've i've i am such a weird nerd about the kinds of stuff that we that we do you know i've been watching the oscars every year since i was two so i had to like just work out i just had to work out when did i watch that okay that was like 1982 and yeah that so that screws me up all the time so it was a 1981 movie that won oscars in 82 yes second grade for me <laughs> well a good pull on that i'm a weird nerd <laughs> it's, a weird, yeah. it's a very weird <laughs> as a reward for being so close mav i'm gonna let you pick second in the month of may <laughs> oh i guess um sure um american pie it's the okay. end of the school year uh, <laughs> and again much like much like picking major leagues if you're feeling good go ahead and watch the second one too but really it's about the first one because this is um to me the month of may is i'm a big fan of coming of age movies just in general um and buildings roman books so this is a the culmination of high school your last hurrah with your buddies your girlfriends whatever and and this is just i mean and it's american pie is a it, it's a classic that still holds up it is very dated the humor a, is crude and, and, comedy, right? and very of the time yeah yeah oh yeah yeah it is a it is very of the time uh 1990 i'm doing the same thing i believe it's nineteen but is it, it might be late 90s yeah, it might. Well, see, I believe it comes out in ninety nine for two thousand. It might be two thousand for two thousand one. I think you, you can't extrapolate based on its Oscar wins, Math. No, because <laughs> it doesn't have any. It was ninety nine. Oh, oh, okay, actually, uh, see, now you said that, and actually, what I said, actually, I can because Mina Savari makes it the same time she makes American Beauty, which means it's nineteen ninety nine. So oh. once you said, once you said, can I extrapolate? You were based able on to. Oscar wins? It's like, oh, I can do, but, I can, I can escape but, it, sure, sure. But, but, um, but yeah. not American Pie itself's actual, no, no, glorious run at the Oscars, no doubt. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, uh, the, but the, but yeah, um, uh, it is a, it is a very dated movie, very crude, very of its era, but very much epitomizes the, you know, the coming of age, loss of. I'm, I mean, it's about sex, but I don't mean loss of innocence in that way. I mean loss of innocence in the. 
oh, next year we've got to be grown ups kind of sense that uh, that this movie entails. And then given that they've made so many other ones that sort of have continued their journey and seeing that the portions of these people's lives, it kind of adds to that. But I like I, I, I like that first one for that reason. Hmm. All right. Uh, Andrew, what do you have for the month of May? I've got this little indie film. Maybe you've heard of it. Star Wars. <laughs> okay, I almost picked that, but anybody, then I thought anybody? That, that was my next pick after Jerry's the Fire. So uh, yeah, I'll go with I'll go with the you know the first motion picture Star Wars. I was debating you know multiple other Star Wars films. I would have been picking a Star Wars film no matter what. I had enough in the can that if someone else had picked Star Wars, I would have been okay. You figured you could have gotten one of the ten Star Wars really. Or yeah, there was, if they were all gone by now, something has gone terribly wrong in our game. We did not understand the assignment. Yeah, ah, February feels like Revenge of the Sith, guys. I don't know what to tell you. There's at least well, February would be Empire because of Hoff. Oh, good call, good call. Um, See, they're, all, they're all Christmas movies to me, so like they really are. I really think of them as Christmas um, movies. Yeah, so so I'll just this go with the the original. And this is because of the phrase May the Fourth. But well, also also because it's like it's a good like start of the summer blockbuster yeah. kind of movie. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Like yeah. so it fits, you know, what is going on in the movies in May. Usually a big summer blockbuster will be going on. And so um actually when I talked about this with Kestra, she recommended Avengers Endgame as either January or May. And mm-hmm. I said but Star Wars in May. And she's like, right, January for, for Avengers then. Huh. Yeah, makes sense. All right. Uh, let's see. For uh, we're, we're up to June. We're, we're about halfway through here. And you better uh, not take mine for June. I'm me. attached to this one. That's me. And I, I don't think I am. I, I only had one pick for June. I, I so do I. List. Um, June is the start of summer. Dirty dancing. <laughs> Very right. much. Not, and I was like, I'm, and, I, and, I, and, and I had such confidence that neither of you were going to pick it that I'm like, yep, don't need you're, you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> um, June is uh, one of one of my all time favorite pictures. Uh, Patrick, uh, uh, Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Gray and Dirty Dance with, you know, with Jerry Orbach. Underrated in that role in Dirty Dancing. It is the story of of a girl who is going away on this last vacation with her family before she goes to spend the summer in the Peace Corps before going to college. I mean, before she goes to spend a year in the Peace Corps, she's taking a gap year to go to the Peace Corps and go to college. And then they have to and then she falls in love and they deal with 1950s era uh, politics about um, abortion and 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 feminism. And it's brilliant for what it is. And more than anything, more than anything on my list that's old, I, I think it still stands up, not just because of what's going on in the world today, but just because even though it's a movie about the 50s, it is a perfect encapsulation of what I liked about filmmaking in the 80s. All right. We have uh, Dirty Dancing and then uh, let's see, Andrew, you're next up for you. All right. I'm going to take a goofy movie. Good summer movie. Good Father's Day movie. Oh, that is a great pick. That, a good pick. Oh. Solid. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was not in my in my list, but I wish it had been. It's, it's just a natural fit. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, like you said, uh, once you once you say it, it feel you know it's the summer trip, but it's also mm-hmm. the father son film. It's, mm-hmm. Yep, definitely works for June. Maybe maybe one of the best father son films. Hmm. I'm gonna let's see uh, what else is gonna be up there. Field of Dreams, Field of Dreams. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, the 
what's it called? The the troll movie from Pixar that came out last year, which I can't remember the name of. Uh, not last year. Oh, uh, the first year of COVID. Uh, first year of COVID. And I'm enchanted. No. Oh no. no, no. no. Onward. 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 Yes. I, I was I was speaking Encanto and onward. It's, and enchanted, yeah. which is a different thing. It's entirely. a little more. It's a little more about the brothers, but <laughs> well, it's a brothers movie and a father son movie. And in my, I, I mean, I don't want to ruin it for anybody who's not seen it. I, I knew Andrew would have seen it, but it's really good. Really good movie. I actually I, don't like it very much. Oh, I like it. Wow. <laughs> Love it. I, I, I'm with Mav on this one. Once again, Mav and I are going to align in our, in our movie taste. Um, let's see. Who goes uh, let's see. So we're in June. Uh, so it's my pick. Oh, I've got some good ones here. Um, but I am going to go with Jurassic Park. Oh, very good summer blockbuster. It's an excellent, and, excellent movie to have on an annual viewing list, wherever it might appear. And mm-hmm. I looked it up. And according to fans who who work these things out, the film does take place in the first weeks of June. It does. Um, it's the beginning. Of, it's the beginning of summer. The kids are just the kids are visiting their grandfather because they're just out of school. just out of school. And because their parents are getting a divorce. Yeah. yeah Shocking they, in a Spielberg they, film. Yeah. But that's where they have to. Yeah. They ha- that's where they're they are. That's why they are not in school. Mm hmm. Yeah. I just I just I'm shocked shocked that there's subtext in a Spielberg film outlining that a parent a set of parents are going through a divorce <laughs> yeah well you know <laughs> they're a thematic an art an auteur has certain thematic things you know what well but also a development of a father figure mm-hmm. Dr. Alan Grant yeah oh, oh uh, I believe we talked about this with Ryan helped mm-hmm. <laughs> his, his development of, of, of fathering mm-hmm um all right so that's our, our that's a good month I, well, maybe at the end we should also like to see which month has our best films but uh oh. a goofy movie in jurassic park that is a strong tri- trilogy mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. <laughs> Very, i mean not, it's, it's not necessarily but... related <laughs> yeah, it's, a weird it's eclectic trilogy. but it goes together right well, as, as we were <laughs> As we are recording, in two days, I'm going to be seeing Barbie and Oppenheimer in the same night. So, you know, <laughs> you and uh, from the box office predictions, many, many other Americans right. are going to be doing that double feature. That's right. <laughs> um, let's see. So I will be picking first for July. This is another very crowded month with hmm. some good options. I, had, that I, I have posted. more options for July than anything else. Yeah, this is the one that I think I spent the least time thinking of. And just I, I rattled off like six or seven. Great. Oh, that's no. that's just because December, I didn't actually have to write down all my backups. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> all right. Because I'm going first, I'm just going to go ahead and take this one. Oh, oh, Do you want up. it? I, I did just take Jurassic Park. So I'm going to leave the Spielberg one. Uh, for really? Else. They want to pick it up. I'm going to take the Sandlot for. No. Wow. That was my underlined pick for July. Oh, I had no idea that it was because really I was like, people aren't going to take Sandlot. I'll pull in Sandlot as a sneaky underdog <laughs> July. Oh, my gosh. Wow. OK. Not where I thought people were going to go. Ugh. You've got the summer. I mean, it's all one summer, uh, but mm-hmm. also there is one of the uh, the vignettes is, is about is July 4th. 4th of July. Because, you know, it's a vignette style <sighs> film. And, and one is about playing under the fireworks on July 4th. Mm-hmm. Can I? I tell you guys an, an excellent new fact that I have. So I've recently moved the city that I have moved to. There is a city park. Uh, I mean, it's like three minutes away by car from where mm-hmm. I am. Three to five tops. And that is where they filmed the carnival scene where oh, they where so they cool. vomit. I can, <laughs> I can I can go see the same trees that are in the background of that scene. <laughs> it's a little bit of the magic. The movie magic. <laughs> I mean, the actual Sandlot itself is is still accessible. Uh, I mean, it's farther north from here, but 
It's it's in the state of Utah and it is an identifiable location. Huh. Did I bet? Wait, guys, I think I messed something up. I wasn't supposed to pick first in uh, July, was I? Did I mess up the order here? Let's see. I let's see. I did January. I did April. I was supposed to pick first in July. Andrew, would you like to pick first in July? I, I take the sandlot. <laughs> okay. I was just looking like, wait. But feel free to take Independence Day or something. That would be. Um, that would be. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Andrew has the sandlot. The sandlot. <laughs> for for what reason? Justice. <laughs> Justice. Um. You know, it's a great summer movie. There's this vignette that takes place in the 4th of July. <laughs> um, but no, I think it feels it feels like the most summer film I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, I'm Joseph. So yep. Good good uh, big brother. Yeah. Uh, now I'm gonna get to go first in August, which <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, my, I guess I will take. Uh, I'm going to take Jaws. Okay, I'm going to get two two Spielberg in a row. That's a great one too. Jaws is an excellent pick. Yeah, it's not like there's slim pickings here. Uh, no, no. My, my presumption. So I mean, why why Jaws? Because it's <laughs> the invention of blockbusters, right? <laughs> well, and also it's over July 4th. Yeah, uh, it's, they got to open the beaches for the July 4th weekend. The July 4th weekend. Yes, I know because it was my first pick for July. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the reason it was my first pick for July was because I was pretty sure that like if I that if I don't go first that the the number one pick the the obvious number one pick for July would be off the table which is Independence Day which is so I pick <laughs> Independence Day. <laughs> I mean this I is another really good month this, that we've made a, here. Yeah, and it was a month that was just it's sort of good set. Month. I was just like okay, well, I don't really have to think about this too Guys, hard. I, I think the summer's really good for movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so when we said this game, it was like okay, well December that one's no problem. October <laughs> nothing no worries july we're good and then it's like august and september do i associate any films with august or september i do <laughs> i do and i'm pretty sure you're not gonna pick mine so okay <laughs> well um i so so this time i've double checked i'll be going first in uh, august here <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm just triple checking. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Me, Mav, then Andrew. Okay. So for August, there were two ways I thought of going for this. It was um, and the, and the tail end of August is where schools starting back up, and also football season, college football season is going to be starting back up. So I'm going to mm-hmm. take Rudy here for. Uh, oh, for nice pick. I, like I had that. just plugged that in for September during our okay. conversations. Yeah. That was That's the sports that movie that was either. Like, oh wait, I could put Rudy into September for the you know yeah. the. The opening games are in August, but yeah, like there's a week zero in August and then like week one is really in September. But I, this is more like just getting ready for the college football season and, and you know, NFL, just football in general. Uh, I'm going to put in Rudy here for August. All right. So I don't have that one available to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Mav, what is your August pick? OK, so August, this was a so for the listeners, um, August is my birthday. And I like to think the entire month of August is my birthday because uh, my birthday is August 1st. So um, so very much a, a movie. I mean, very much a, a month that is about me. And, you know, our, our mother's birthday is in August and she also likes to have a month long celebration. It's something about an August baby. Yeah. It's like says well, month long. Yeah. My birthday is August 1st. I figured it's, it's all for me the entire month. And so I picked I was like, if I'm going to pick something, how can I best celebrate myself? And, you, and one might think that I might pick a, a movie with the, with the word Maverick in the title. I did not. That is not what I have done. Instead, so you went with Top Gun. No. 
no, no, no. I, I chose a movie that stars me. Adventureland. <laughs> the movie Adventureland. Um, and when I say stars me, um, I say it stars me. Not necessarily everybody else agrees, but um, <laughs> <laughs> some people would say it stars Jesse Eisenberg. Other people would say it stars Kristen Stewart. I would say it stars me because I'm in it. <laughs> But, but good luck finding me. Um, it was filmed here in Pittsburgh. In, so, in, so you got into some background? Yeah, yeah. I was doing some some extra work, and uh, I'm very prominently like I'm on screen literally for like a good solid three minutes. I'm just standing behind um, the second female lead when she first appears for a good two or three minutes of screen time. Me and my friend Sarah just behind her in line. Um, at a, it takes place at an, at an amusement park. It's filmed at a local amusement park. Now it takes place in the 1980s so it is a throwback film it's a 2009 movie but it's a throwback film that was filmed at kennywood which is a local amusement park and they renamed it adventureland they put up new signs and everything and then they hired us to wear 80s clothes and just hang out at the amusement park while they filmed this movie um so i'm in it and it's a it's a summer movie that takes place it's about these people kristen stewart and jesse eisenberg who uh, who work at an amusement park during the summer? <laughs> That's the story. <laughs> There's more to it than that, but it's a, uh, it's, it's, um, but also guess, not still, more to it than that. <laughs> well, is it still a teen comedy if it's a, if it's about, uh, if it's about college age kids? But you know, it's, it's not like a, it's not exactly, it's, it's a, it's a, it's not exactly a sex farce or anything like that. It's more of a relationship movie, uh, you know, will they or won't they kind of thing between Eisenberg and Stewart. And it's, you know, it, it's a good, it, it very much wants to be kind of a throwback to the 1980s sort of, you know, John, Cusack films, <laughs> but mm -hmm. you know, it was made in 2009. Uh, all right. I, somehow we have two films that one of the reasons is a, the, the park where you filmed it is in your backyard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Joseph. See if you can close that out. <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I, I know Dumb and Dumber filmed some very nearby to here, but I don't have that on any of my, <laughs> my options. Uh <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. We are still in August. Andrew, what is your August pick? I'm going to pick a film called Summer Wars, which I believe we covered on the podcast at some we point. Did. Yeah. Uh, John was a guest. And it is an anime film about a family reunion in the summertime that is disrupted by an Internet based artificial intelligence that tries to destroy the world and then targets a specific family for reasons. <laughs> So like Jaws, but with a computer virus. A little bit. Sure. More like Jaws 3. <laughs> um, but it's, I mean, it's called Summer Wars. So it was my last chance to get it in the summer. It was in August. <laughs> and then uh, the like family vacation, family reunion vibes are so strong in this movie. And so it just made me think, it's like, oh yeah, it's like your last summer trip. Right. Before going back to school. All right. So uh, we had Rudy Adventureland and Summer Wars for August. For September, we're going to have Mav picking first. Ooh. Okay. I have a lot of choices here. Okay. September for me is very much 
back to school time. So if I, you know, I closed out, uh, I, I guess it was May with American Pie, um, where I was like, this is this is the the beginning of of, uh, of summer. So we're going to end school. So this is like starting school. And I, and I couldn't decide if I want to do high school or college. Um, and so I opted with what I feel is the best movie. It's not a not the funniest movie. Not the most fun movie, but of all the options, and I'll, I'll, when, I'll when we bring out our dead, I'll say what the others were. Um, I opted for the film Higher Learning, which is uh, John Singleton film about uh, about a college um, which has it's a large cast, large all star cast for the early nineties of black students and white students at this college and the racial tensions that are between them without them even noticing. So it's a very poignant film about really largely about racism, but, um, but most of the film, um, like, so there, there is a, there is a incident with skinhead students that is like the main point of the, look, these are the obvious racists, but then the, what the film is really about is, um, there are other characters who have their own racial biases, biases that they don't notice, um, because they're only concerned with the very obvious literal Nazis on their campus. Um, <laughs> and it, and it is very, very good good i highly suggest everybody you know go and watch it um and i'm I'm gonna i'm not gonna spoil anything of the movie except for the last scene because this is it won't affect your viewing of the film because there's no spoilers right um the best part about the movie the main two characters um are omar epps and christy swanson are star as the male lead and the female lead. Um, and the thing that I think makes the movie for me is, I don't even know if I noticed it the first time I watched it. It might've been the third or fourth time I watched it. They don't speak to each other until the very last scene of the film. Hmm. Doesn't huh. tell you anything else about the entire, I mean, they right. all have, they have complete arcs and their lives interact and over, I mean, there's literally like 30 characters with names in this, in these movies. So right. it's not like that. It's not that surprising. Other than the fact Was that they are the next clearly movie that he did after Boys in the Hood. Yeah, we, I believe it is the first one after Boys in the Hood. It's like 1995. And I think Boys, he, he came Boys on the scene in Boys in the Hood and it was it was like revelatory. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, be- I believe this is his second. Oh, no, it's his third film. Uh, I uh, forgot. Oh, Poetic Justice. Justice is number, is number two. Yes. So uh, Poetic Justice happens in between. Um, also a very good movie. But um, but yeah, uh, higher learning, highly underrated film. You should do it on your show. I'll come back and talk about it. <laughs> Wait, when did he get into the Fast and Furious franchise? I did not uh, realize. He, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Singleton, <laughs> Singleton does uh, just the just the second Fast and Furious movie. Too fast, too furious. Too fast, too furious. <laughs> Which you you'll know from our franchise game. I am unabashedly a fan of Fast and Furious. And if you're Which, listening to it on my I think show, we talked about having you come on episodes. at some point to talk about that one too. Yeah. So and, yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll want Monica from my show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Higher learning for Mav. Andrew, what film do you have for September? I okay. S- September is maybe like my weakest overall pick. I was really excited when I when I grabbed uh when I grabbed Rudy. <laughs> and uh, so I'm now I'm super bummed. Yeah. Because <laughs> I did not have like a real backup uh-huh. for that. So I've been I've been glancing at the internet. I've been, you know, I've also found an IMDb listing of movies set in September slash fall or well, autumn slash fall. But Mm -hmm. it seems to I I typed in set in September. Rudy is on that list. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, Rudy was a good pick for that. Ah, man. (laughs) So I 
I would probably more naturally pick this for another month, but I have some backups for that month. So I'm going to take Knives Out in September. Okay. Oh, it is vaguely that, autumnal. Yes. That was that was one of my autumn picks for later in the year. It, it was it was it, it, given my choice. If I could find something else to put here, I would take it elsewhere. Mm. But the biggest thing was to to put it somewhere. Okay. Yeah, no, I had I had it for November. It was knives out was my pick for November. It was um, it was on my it was on my November list. That's where I was okay. going to do it. Um, okay, so knives out is the uh, the the Daniel Craig uh, murder mystery that does as you said kind of feels autumnal about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it also came out in uh, I want to say it was a Thanksgiving release uh, when, when it came yeah, out. Yeah, um, I think so. So I I, I, I think I, its proper place would have been November. Mm-hmm. It's also you know about family coming together for uh, for a big meal. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and and for for love. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, you know, I could I would be open to considering other options. Yeah, you know, p- potentially um, it's just well, it's a tricky one. September September is real tricky. Mm-hmm. Andrew, do you want to hear the two I'm debating, and you can pick one of them if you feel stronger about it over Knives Out? Yeah, or, maybe. All right, the two I'm debating is the Fellowship of the Ring because okay. Bilbo's canonical birthday is September 22nd. Mm-hmm. Oh, not bad. Or Ten Things I Hate About You because I get like Mav and possibly on my list. Yeah, uh, possibly on my list for now, <laughs> but, but it would have been on my list for September. So yes, that yeah. Would be well, those are my two that I'm debating right now for September. Uh, is is the Lord of the Rings or Ten Things I Hate About You? Do you want one of those, Andrew, in place of Knives Out right here? Um, no, but I am okay. considering. I'm considering a change now because looking at that <laughs> list, I saw. Uh, two films from M. Night Shyamalan. They listed mm. the the village and Sixth Sense. But I was thinking, it's like, well, but Unbreakable is my favorite Shyamalan film, mm-hmm. and and might be his best one. It is his best film. Yeah. So I think actually, I, all, I think we're all on board with that. I'm right willing now. to I'm willing to take Unbreakable in September <laughs> instead of Knives Out, and I'm okay if somebody else gets Knives Out in November. So what is the reasoning for Unbreakable in September? Is it just you want an M. Night Shyamalan film? Well, I saw those Shyamalan films. I was like, Unbreakable's my favorite you know Shyamalan what? film. I've got but your connection. He's he was a college quarterback. And, and he's um, he's a security guard at the football stadium yes. when <laughs> things. get. So I assume that this actually does take place it at does. some point in yeah. September. Part of it would be in that. Yeah, it, it does take place over a couple of month period in the fall. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And so, yeah, I'll take that. Um <laughs> We, yeah, that's a good, good pick there. And it's, right. it, you know, there is a, to some degree, some similar vibes to Knives Out. Knives Out is more, more funny, more often than Unbreakable. Yeah. But man, Unbreakable is a good movie. It is his best film. I, and there are, he has, he has hits and misses. I'm not, I don't hate him as much as many people do. It is his best film. Unbreakable is a mess. Have we talked about it on the podcast, Andrew? I don't know if we have. I think the only Shyamalan film we did was The, the Village and we did it in the fall because it feels like a fall film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think Unbreakable would be very much worth doing. And it's, I mean, it's what, 25 years old at this oh point? It's like yeah, I didn't know was in high school. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. going to be like a 1998 film. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's, it's predating like all of the major superhero films, basically. And it's still one of the best superhero films. And it's, it's just like, it's got like this comic book. Unbreakable is going to be. Unbreakable is going to be 2000 because night because um, because six cents comes out the same time as American Pie and American Beauty, which is 99. So, yeah, yeah. Unbreakable is OK. Yeah, uh, I saw it in high school. I graduated in 2000. So was it an early or, or is it summer of 2000? I'm trying to think, like, was I like just out of high school and it came out? I don't know. But but yeah, it's got. Oh, no, it's, it's late 2000. So I was out of high school then. But um, I associate with high school because I must have gone and see it with high school friends still. Is probably mm-hmm. why I'm still. 
And, and it's such an interesting because it's dealing with like comic books and superheroes in the 90s sense, which mm-hmm. is very different 25 years later. Like mm-hmm. the, the, you know, popular awareness and, and sense of, of comic books and what a comic book reader would be like. <laughs> All right. I really can't choose between Lord of the Rings and 10 things I hate about you. Do either of you have a suggestion for on which way I should go on? This? I think we I think Mav's been covering the teenagers pretty well. Yeah, you could, I mean. I, I think 10 things you hate about you fits more, which is why it was a backup of mine. But like Lord of the Rings is, I mean, this is your list, not mine. <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm going to go with Fellowship of the Ring for yes. Lord of the Rings because that's the birthday party, which again mm-hmm. is officially on September 22nd for both mm-hmm. uh, Bilbo and Frodo share that birthday. It's well, and then they, uh, they identify a date in October at some point. So, yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, it's me. Fellowship of the Rings uh, of the Ring singular. <laughs> Sorry. Um, You've got Sean it. Astin in two films in a row, Joseph. And that's that's fine. I, <laughs> fine. You know, I'm I'm actor. Sean Astin. I like, you know what? There's worse actors that could you could have twice <laughs> in a row. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, and it's Rudy and Samwise. It's mm-hmm. like that's that's not a bad pairing to have back to back. Mm hmm. Man, it would be um, really, really troublesome if John Aston ever turned out to be a jerk. <laughs> no, no, he's, he can't. He, he's, he's not. I've met him uh, at, a, at a convention and got his autograph on a on a picture of Rudy. But uh, so he's not. But boy, would that be hard for people. Um, all right. He's also Bob in Stranger Things. You don't want Bob to be a jerk in Stranger Things. <laughs> Um, all right, Andrew, you get the first pick in October, which is a loaded month. I've no oh, yeah. no trouble selecting films. So many October. options, which means I get to choose what is probably my, my biggest pick for October: uh, the Mummy, the Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weiss, the Mummy. Mm-hmm. I, I also like Mummy Returns. I could pick either of those. There's a number of other films that I could have picked, but I'm going to go with the Mummy. All right, because. Well, I, I don't think we need to really break down why that just fits right, you know, for for October. Uh, so so good pick. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a monster movie. Mm-hmm. It's not scary, ten- but it's a monster movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I didn't take 10 things I hate about you. I am going to be taking Mean Girls <laughs> for October. Oh, it's October. It, what, October 3rd? Could have October been October. Is, is mentioned in the, in the film and has become the Internet's Mean Girls Day. Mm-hmm. There's, so Joseph, there's a very unusual crossover of of memes that you get on that day, because that is also an identified date in the Full Metal Alchemist franchise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, depending on who who you're getting your memes from, uh-huh. you're going to it's... get flooded with those two things. <laughs> mean Girls also also very much references um, Halloween. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there were a lot of films that was just like, oh, the Halloween is mentioned, you know, like could have taken Batman forever, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would have been fine with any of the Batman films. <laughs> That's true. Uh, there are some costumes in those films. All right, Mav, what is your October pick? So October was that month where it's like, I know if you're going to do October, one of us has to pick a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And of the three of us, none of us are really horror movie films. This has been evident from it's like true. every box office dra- draft that, that either show's ever done. Um, so I went back and forth. There are there are a limited set of, ho- of of horror movies that I really like. Halloween being one of them, and and the others, the other that I really really like. I think even as much as I like Halloween and as much as I want to pick it just because it's Halloween, anybody who's a horror movie fan is probably watching Halloween on Halloween anyway. So 
I'm picking Get Out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're going to be watching a lot of horror movies during um during the month of October, and probably people forget the you know the more cerebral horror that Jordan Peele's doing, and they're more likely to watch slasher movies. So you know, do yourself a favor, and if you're watching movies from our list on you know in October, yeah, sit down and watch Get Out. Right. Good. Good pick. Oh, that's a fun month uh, <laughs> with the Mummy Mean Girls and Get Out. <laughs> uh, I'm just throwing out. There's a lot of Disney Channel original movie options for <laughs> October Halloween. Uh, they went they went heavy on that one. You could be watching Don't Look Under the Bed. You could be watching Phantom of the Megaplex. You could be watching Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. That one kind of gives away the plot, that, that last title. <laughs> well, it's not so much about the fact like determining whether or not she's on the date with the vampire it's really about dealing with that fact hmm. any of those titles could have easily been then ones that you you make up for your christmas <laughs> should we do a, a year where it's a halloween uh, we do Dis- disney channel original movie plot <laughs> plot synopses because <laughs> i'm just old enough that i i know none of the disney channel original movies yeah, outside of through cultural osmosis high school musical I I know Kat, I I'm aware of High School Musical and um which High School I'm Musical fucking, 2 was on my list as an yeah. option for uh for June. Didn't, well, didn't I was gonna say, the other ones that I know are I'm friends with Andrew so some titles have come up on mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been brought up. But I can't remember any of them. So. There are 110 <laughs> Disney Channel original movies and that's counting. Amazing. That's that's absolutely amazing. <laughs> oh, I mean, I think the entire December for Hallmark, Andrew, that's nothing. <laughs> the uh, the entire uh, zombies trilogy, I believe, of Disney Channel original movies would be an option. Uh, you could I mean. There's um Ke- there's Kestra a- and I are are generous with our Halloween stuff and we go into the Disney villains and so the the Descendants trilogy. That's what I was gonna say. The Descendants is uh, my my niece used to be into Descendants when she was yeah, a little younger. Lizzie had a Descendants phase, my daughter. Mm-hmm. So, and so yeah. so that's a reasonable Halloween pick for for Disney villains. Just I just love that like so you might you might if this is the first time you're listening to Andrew on a podcast, you might go. Well, he's got young children, and that's why he knows. No, Andrew's oldest is five. He's been watching these movies. <laughs> no, this is this is this is uh, thanks to me and Kestra. He's been watching your wife for years. So. All right, uh, November uh, is where we're at. I just looked at the time. We got <laughs> okay. This is, this is the blog a little bit. Sorry, no problem. Uh, and I get the first pick in November. I'm going to leave knives out here uh, hmm. available. I'm also going to leave a very obvious pick that I think might get taken, and I'm. Gonna go a little bit off the board and take the film pieces of april which okay. is it sounds like you've mixed something up there <laughs> pieces of april <laughs> is a 2003 film mm-hmm. that stars um katie holmes mm-hmm. as kind of a uh the black sheep of a family like she's mm-hmm. a daughter that kind of went went, went wrong <laughs> according to her parents views of the, the life they wanted their daughter to have she's living with her boyfriend but she invites her family to thanksgiving dinner at her apartment that her she and her boyfriend are going to try and make the perfect thanksgiving dinner um meanwhile the mom is dying of cancer uh oliver platt plays the dad uh and uh i, th- I think there's a couple it's been a while since i've watched this but i still i, I think i've only seen it once maybe twice but it, it like sticks in my head as a thanksgiving movie that i need to go rewatch. um and i remember vividly there's a scene where um oliver platt like they're road tripping to their daughter's house uh and they know the mom is very sick with cancer and they stop and the mom is asleep in the car but he can't tell if she's asleep or dead in the car mm-hmm. and he, he like reaches out slowly to, to to jostle her and it is just 
like one of those scenes of filmmaking that is seared in my brain. Uh, such a good performance from Oliver Platt uh, in that. And Katie Holmes does a good performance in the, in the film as well. Mm-hmm. And Andrew, yep. I understand why you said it sounds like I picked it for the wrong month because it's called Pieces of April. <laughs> yes. <laughs> April is her name. Yes. But it is explicitly a Thanksgiving Textually a Thanksgiving film. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who's next? I think Matt, Matt is next. Okay. okay. Matt, um, feel free to take knives out if you want it. I have a backup. No need to take knives out. Because, um, like Joseph, I understand that that November is a time when you want to watch Thanksgiving movies, assuming uh, you are in a, you know, of the American audience. Uh, <laughs> um, but, but yes, in, in America, it is the month of Thanksgiving and apparently also the month of Katie Holmes, because I have chosen the 1997 film The Ice Storm, which happens over, uh, over Thanksgiving weekend. And it stars... Um, Oh, big cast. It stars Kevin Klein, Joan Allen, Christina Rishi, Tobey Maguire, Sigourney Weaver, Katie Holmes, um, Elijah Woods in it. It, it is. Um, this is an angry film, right? I remember this. Uh, yes, it is. Um, it's based on a novel. I've never read the novel, but Ang Lee directs the film. And it is basically the the weekend after Thanksgiving dinner. The adults. Um, I don't know if, it, if it's ever explicitly said or just hinted at, but the adults decide to have a key party and it's a, an adult party. And then the kids are sort of left to deal with like being kids. Well, like they're and by kids, they're young teenagers. They're, you know, 12 through 15 ish. And they're just sort of dealing with being at the kids party while they're while their parents are off doing grown-up things and it's the tensions of these families in this weird thing it is a it is very much a um a thinky cerebral i mean if you like angley films um he's a brilliant director but it is a it is a very good film and it just so happens that katie holmes in it is in it she's you know certainly not the star it's a a huge cast if if i was gonna guess an actor or actress who's going to be in multiple picks in the same month. I don't know that I, I would have gotten Katie Holmes very Katie early. Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's very late in the game. <laughs> well, just in my predictions of what actor or actress is going to be represented multiple times in the same month in our picks. Oh, Katie Holmes, obviously. <laughs> if you've never seen Ice Storm, and I know you haven't because, like, Ice Storm has made $8 million uh, worldwide on an $18 million budget. It was a colossal <laughs> failure. Yeah. Brilliant. But I mean, I, I remember the review. This is one of those where, like, I remember reading the reviews because it was an Angley film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was, uh, you know, at, at that period in the 90s, like anything he did, you were kind of like, oh, Angley's got another film coming. <laughs> Two thumbs up, Siskel and Ebert, 86% currently on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.8 on Metacritic. It, he did, it, this is right after he'd done Sense and Sensibility, yeah, uh, but before <laughs> Couching Tiger and Dragon. Mm-hmm. It's like in between those. Yes, brilliant movie. Everybody should see it. Nobody did. <laughs> <laughs> Except for me. I mean, I, I'm a movie nerd. But All right, Andrew, uh, I wonder what you're going to take here. I will go ahead and take Knives Out. Katie oh. Holmes isn't in that. <laughs> uh, one of my backup films does have a crossover with the cast that you described, Mav, but, <laughs> but that's a backup film. So, uh, All right, well, we already discussed Knives Out. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it does feel autumnal thanksgiving it's better it's better in november it fits yeah absolutely (laughs) all right so now another month where i don't know that any of us would have actually had to write anything down december (laughs) um and i believe it's gonna be mav andrew and then me uh Mm -hmm. only the 
left for me to take uh, in the month of December. <laughs> I mean, I could be mean, just pick like obvious Christmas movies and then just leave Joe trying to figure out what Netflix movie he wants to do. But I won't do that. Instead, I will, um, I, this was easy for me. This was absolutely easy for me. It was like the second thing that I wrote down. Um, and it wasn't, you know, for an obvious December movie, Casablanca. Okay. Casablanca. <laughs> um, I had Casa, that in November myself. Casablanca but, uh, happens. Um, happens the. It, it happens because of real world events. It clearly happens the week before December seventh, nineteen forty one. They when they didn't know that when they did principal photography, and then the last scene of Casablanca, they reshoot after America enters the war in order to put a bumper on to make because for the for the majority of the of the film uh america is not in the war and Which then why i had it in november math right but <laughs> they, but it very but the the very end of it makes makes it clear that oh they bombed pearl harbor so it must mm. be the first week of december so okay. i'm i'm a huge casablanca fan <laughs> again i'm a movie nerd <laughs> but, but yeah the, the first film we talked about on this podcast was casablanca oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah casablanca how long ago obvious, that was obvious christmas movie <laughs> you should watch casablanca <laughs> andrew I'm going to take Home Alone. Okay. I think it's it's probably the Christmas movie that I've been most consistent year after year. Like, well, I really want to watch Home Alone. So, it, you know, an easy enough pick for I mean, me. It feels like there's so much spaghetti that gets thrown against the wall for Christmas movies every year mm-hmm. that, you know, yes, a dozen are, are going to come out on uh, movie theaters or streaming at this point. Uh, but Home Alone was one of those that just instantly was like, oh, that's in the rotation. Yep. Yeah. Everyone, we all agree, right? Mm-hmm. This is this yeah. is one. Yeah. And, and there's it's pretty few and far between that you get something that puts itself into the rotation for for Christmas movies like Elf is one of the more recent ones. Yeah, but even that is now probably 20 years ago. Yeah, it's it's like I think it's 2003. So, yeah, it's quite a ways back. And so you don't very often get something that's like this is a Christmas movie and it's going to be one of the Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. You know, Are you guys and, and, enough to remember the vibe when it actually came out, because when it came out, pretty much everyone knew it was just like, oh, OK, this is this is the Christmas classic. This is what we're going to do now as we're we're doing this. We did when we did the episode on it. It also just had the longest legs like it was still making yeah. money in like April. At the yeah. box office. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he was. Also, he. I mean, and it's weird because. He is a name that everyone knows to this day, and he very infrequently works. <laughs> His filmography is surprisingly short. Yeah. You're talking about Macaulay. Macaulay Coffee. Coffee. Yeah, Macaulay. Coffee. Yeah. In fact, he has siblings who work more frequently than he does. By far. That are less well known. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's got, I think, 11 films or 12 or something. It's it's real short. It's like, I mean, uh, major, major roles. He's got it's like it's not a lot. He's done, you know, a handful of movies. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm there, I mean, there's so many that I could take here, but I'm going to go with the old classic White Christmas. It just feels mm-hmm. right to have mm-hmm. that film on okay. at some point in December. And if it's not, it feels like something went wrong with my Christmas season. <laughs> Even if I'm not like paying attention, I don't have to pay attention to it. I just need the sound in the background, you know, while I'm doing something. <laughs> Uh, so, so that's gonna be my pick. Um, well, let's. I'm, I'm gonna run through each month real quick what we actually picked, uh, okay. and then I'll have people like bring out your dead uh, okay. as, as we go through. So in uh, in January we had Avengers Endgame, 
frozen and four rooms. Mm-hmm. What a strange start to the year. <laughs> my very my, back, my backup picks were Rocky because the fight oh, takes place on January 4th. Oh, that's good pick. Yeah. Wow, nice. Okay. And even though I've never seen it, I, for some reason, have always known that the original Ocean's Eleven takes place on New Year's it Eve. It does. It takes place on New Year's Day. Day. That was, yeah, I consider that. Mm-hmm. So no, those were my two that I had as backups for January. What, what else did you have? Uh, I was considering while you were sleeping, but mm-hmm. I don't like to, I don't want to like carry over the Christmasiness into the January-ness mm-hmm. of it. And so it felt a little weird. Yep. Uh, my backup was Rent. Um, oh, okay. For, which, uh, there, which takes place over more of the year than just, than just New, year, New Year's. But I, I think it takes place across a certain number of seconds that I, like, it's on the tip yeah. of my tongue, but I'm really scared <laughs> of getting it wrong yes. if, I, um, if I say it out loud right now. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, but yeah, it is, it is, very much um it's, it's very much over the course of a year but it's heavily new year's inspired <laughs> all right uh for february we ended up selecting groundhog day holiday and you've got mail uh my backups were sleepless in seattle and uh miracle and cool runnings uh miracle about the miracle and ice i only had sleepless in seattle as a as a spare okay uh groundhog day and sleepless in seattle were my spares <laughs> a pretty tight cluster. So some filmmakers have gotten that locked down. Yeah, I yeah. saw some like when I was because I, I did search some like uh, movies with February just in case I was missing any obvious one, and several had listed the Social Network, but I'm like that does not feel like February. No, no just, I mean <laughs> it's not going. I don't know if that's what the core ever it is. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For March, we chose Selma, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, and The Fugitive. Uh, my backups were The Quiet Man and Breakfast Club. Um, I was strongly considering the man who knew too little. Um, and I had Banshees of Anna Sheeran, which oh, is okay. a, movie, a very, very good Oscar contender from last year. Um, really good movie. Very Irish for the St. Patrick's Day collection. And because I like I when, I when making this list, I kept joking with my wife that I was going to pick like any of the various Marky Mark Wahlberg movies because of the Boston <laughs> accent. But no, I was like, I was like I've had it. But no, I, I went with my backup was Banshee's Vinisher. <laughs> Can I say the reason that I had Man Who Knew Too Little is just because I like that movie. And in March, I feel like that's where I start losing control of the year. And <laughs> The Man Who Knew Too Little is not a film that is in control. <laughs> that's the Bill Murray spy film, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's the um, one. Okay. Uh, for April, we chose Harvey, Apollo 13, and Major League. Uh, my backups were Miss Congeniality because of the April 25th joke. Oh, good choice. <laughs> and Star Trek First Contact because April 4th, 2063 is when First Contact happened. Huh. Uh, and then uh, I didn't know why, but I also saw 2001 A Space Odyssey on some lists of movies that take place in April. Uh, but I'd have to go double check what exactly was April about that. It takes, space. It takes place in space. It doesn't yeah, take it place in gonna, time. That, that was really like if somehow everything was gone off the table <laughs> i might throw it 2001 <laughs> what were your april backups mav i had no ba- ma- april backups i had faith that neither of you would pick major league oh i God. also <laughs> don't have any backups that haven't already been put into other months i right. literally wrote nothing down i was just like nope i got this one <laughs> all right uh for may we had chariots of fire american pie and star wars a new hope my backups were Star Wars A New Hope. So, Andrew, you, you just hear that one for me. 500 Days of Summer, uh, because I believe it is in May when he finally gets over his ex. And uh, 13 Going on 30. Uh, that one takes place in May. Uh, it's my vague memory that I confirmed online. <laughs> uh, Andrew, what were your backups for May? Uh, other Star Wars movies. Okay. <laughs> <Math>. <laughs> 
backups were so I I picked American Pie. You'll notice a theme because my backups were uh, Mean Girls, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and uh, and um, Dazed and Confused. Okay, because regard because I had the thing that I was going for, and yeah. I'm like, if I don't get American Pie. These movies also work. All right. For June, we chose Dirty Dancing, A Goofy Movie, and Jurassic Park. This is where we get to some of my favorite months for the film <laughs> combinations that we ended up with. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great trifecta there. Uh, my backups were Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which is June 5th. Uh, mm-hmm. That takes place. Uh, in the Heights. I wasn't sure exactly when in the summer that is, but it's a summery feeling film. Oh, right? mm-hmm. And uh, Moonrise Kingdom, which same thing, like just kind of summery feeling. By the way, Joseph, uh, in the Heights is in July. Oh, I would have been oh. off. Okay. They have, uh, they have fireworks. The 4th of July blackout. You're right. They do. They do. Oh, right, right, right. And then uh, my other backup was High School Musical 2. I didn't think it was going to come to it, but I had it there. <laughs> for, for, a, for a school's out. Yep. <laughs> uh Andrew, what were your backups for June? Uh I had I put all my chips on Goofy Movie. All right. Uh Mav. Uh my loose backup that I knew I wouldn't need was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yep. <laughs> uh, we, we we were on the same page with there that. Was a, there was a good yeah, good job. <laughs> all right, July. We had the Sandlot, Jaws, and Independence Day. And that oh, that's another really good uh mm-hmm. combination of films. Mm-hmm. Uh, backups for me were um, let's see, Captain America, uh, oh, Hamilton, all three Captain America films here. Yeah, His Hamilton in 1776. Yep, Steve Rogers' birthday is canonically January first. Uh, January, I'm um, January, July four. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, then it was also those are all the same as me. <laughs> Hamilton in 1776. Yeah, Mav, did you have any other? Uh, I picked Independence State. My backups were Jaws, which mm-hmm. got picked, and Born on the Fourth of July. Oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, August, uh, we ended up selecting Rudy, Adventureland, and Summer Wars. Uh, my backups were uh, Remember the Titans and We Are Marshall. <laughs> and then I had Do the Right Thing uh, in this one as well. Uh, no backup for me in August. <laughs> you enjoyed my backups there, Matt? Yeah, because I thought of Remember the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> but I had it in several possible places and that yeah. was that would have been one of them. But my my but I probably wouldn't have used it if I hadn't managed to get Adventureland. Um, I probably would have gone with Wet Hot American Summer. OK, uh, for September, we had Higher Learning, Unbreakable and Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, we are on a really good. There's good movies out there, everyone. Mm-hmm. That's what <laughs> that's really the, the main takeaway here. Uh, and let's see my backups. Uh, I had The Princess Bride. Uh, just I couldn't mm-hmm. think of where to put it, but I wanted it somewhere on here. And so I dropped it in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, what were your backups? Um, all the same high school movies that I mentioned uh, for mm-hmm. American Pie, um, Fast Times. Edge of, oh, plus Edge of Seventeen, which isn't really an end of end of year. That's why I didn't use it before. Edge of Seventeen, brilliant movie. If you've ha- if you've not seen it, everybody should go see it. And then my other football movie, besides Remember the Titans, um, We Are Marshall was a good pull too. But my other football movie was Any Given Sunday. Oh, yep. for, okay. For oh, no, no love for Invincible in our <laughs> our football movies. <laughs> uh, Andrew, did you have any backups? Uh, no, my September was, was, uh, developed live. (laughs) Do it live. (laughs) All right. I'm surprised we don't have a little bit more in terms of baseball movies Uh, overall, but baseball season doesn't have like a season. I picked major league one and two both. Yeah. It's true, but field of dreams, like floating as one that could have Sandlot. Yeah. Yeah. Sandlot. And I figured bad news bears could have happened if I had to, but I didn't have it anywhere slotted in specifically. Mm -hmm. But it seems like we skewed football. Yeah. 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 Um, All right. Uh, For October, we chose The Mummy, Mean Girls, and Get Out. 
Mm-hmm. You know, Mean Girls and Get Out, actually. Uh, I think there's something there. <laughs> <laughs> You're a double feature. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mummy is a palate cleanser. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, that would definitely. You want to end on the mummy. You don't want to end on Get Out. <laughs> uh, um, backups, uh, Hocus Pocus, mm-hmm. uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, E.T. Mm-hmm. I put Batman Forever because I believe don't Riddler and, and they have uh, yes, they have and Two-Face explicitly go in a costume to William mm-hmm. Manor. Yeah. And then uh, I think you, you could have had Batman Returns for Christmas, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, any backups for October that we didn't do? I know there's so many for the, that's, a, that's another month. I mean, there's, I, a, there's a decent number of options and I already talked about all the decomps. Well, not even all of them. I forgot the entire Halloween Town franchise. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, Halloween time. Okay. I, my specifically Halloween, um, I, which I mentioned before I was considering. And then the, then on the off chance that you took Halloween and get out and I had to go third, I was going with Blackula, 70s, <laughs> 70s exploitation film, Blackula. There's a poll for you. Mav, how, how long do you think those odds were that we would take Halloween and get out before you? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was worried that I, I was worried that you'd both go horror, horror movies and how many do you? even know <laughs> I, I, I would have exist i just don't i'll say i would have considered clue okay <laughs> oh clue would have been a good one for mm-hmm. for october yeah that's that's a good pick um okay uh november uh we chose pieces of april the ice storm and knives out that's i will just say is a somber month <laughs> that we've chosen <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, my backup. I, I thought this one would be taken. Back to the Future, uh, because November fifth, nineteen fifty-five, mm-hmm. um, and October twenty-first also work. Yeah. <laughs> I had V for Vendetta as another backup there. Any uh, backups that you all had? Uh, the first Spider-Man movie includes oh, Thanksgiving. Does. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I also considered the first X-Men movie. I, I have a memory of watching it on Thanksgiving a couple of years in a row in our house. That's like the extent it's a of personal it. personal connection. Yeah. Yeah. And well, it, it's, it's stuck in my memory because one year, I don't know. I don't know who they were. They were family guests. Um <laughs> But like, if you had to tell me, it's like, how were they related? It's like probably mom's side, but I don't know who they were genuinely. But during um, the scene in, in X-Men, when Magneto drops the cars, the drop, the, he drops the cop cars. Uh, someone spilled their plate. Somebody like, like put their hand down and it like flipped a plate over. <laughs> and so it's locked in my mind. <laughs> All right, Bab, uh, did you uh, did you already give us your backups for November? Uh, no, but I, I I considered Back to the Future, and then I did not write it down because I had faith in the ice storm. Knew, right. knew none of knew no one was going to pick it. Knew I'd be the only person who'd seen it, so I was like, nope, I'm safe. Yeah. Uh, for December, I had back to, uh, as backups Muppet Family Christmas, Klaus, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. while you were sleeping, and then one that if I just really want to go off the radar, Rocky Four. <laughs> I thought about taking Rocky nice. in January and then Rocky Four for December. That would have been brilliant. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great way to just like cycle through your year. Let's go from Rocky Four into Rocky. <laughs> uh, Andrew Mav, any backups for December? I know this is one that there's so many. Yeah, you, oh. you mentioned the major ones for me. 
uh, <laughs> my backup. Um, I was like, I was pretty sure I was going to get Casablanca because I figured you guys would go Christmas movies. And then I was like, I could just pick. Um, and my first thought was, I guess probably someone will pick Miracle on 34th Street or mm-hmm. It's a Wonderful Life. And then I thought, no, if I don't get Casablanca, I'm going with the Prince's Switch. Netflix is <laughs> the Prince's Switch. Wonderful movie for for Christmas. <laughs> and they, they've got you. The You're going to watch and every the, sequel to it that they do every year. I have seen. I have. I am. I am all. All in on the Netflix cinematic Christmas universe. If you listen to our show, you'll hear. This me is talk the about Vanessa it. Hudgens one, right? It's the Vanessa. It, it is one of Vanessa Hudgens franchises within the Netflix cinematic Christmas universe. Yes, she's in three. Now, if it's I'm correct, three. this year there should be a fourth person that one she is, hoping. right? We're hoping. I don't know. I mean, Wait, it has not been announced, but we don't know. <laughs> yes, because she's made three. Hold she's on. made three films in the Princess Switch proper. That's right. So in the first one, she's playing twins, right? Well, they're not twins. They are they are completely unrelated they're, people who happen to look alike. It's the lookalike thing, right? Okay. Yes. And the uh, second one, and the second and third one, you also meet one of their cousins, also looks like them, who looks exactly like Vanessa Hudgens. And, and so we're blind. due for a fourth person. A fourth, yeah. Now she's got other characters in the universe that we are hoping. Uh, Hannah and I on my show talk about this a lot. We are hoping get get roped in to, the, to this universe. So she plays other characters within the universe, but in different films. That's right. Oh, so you have yeah. it pre-made for for everyone to start meeting and crossing over. That's right. Yeah, we're all about this. The the Christmas uh, there there is um there is um the night uh, I can't remember what's called the Christmas night or something like that. There's a character in that that she plays. It's like a whole thing. This is like crazy that we've mapped it out. Again, we've done like four episodes devoted to this. So like, but so- these are con- <laughs> these are confirmed to be in universe oh, yeah. with each other. There, there are characters. There are characters that cross over. There are uh, the cross non Vanessa Hudgens films. characters that are there crossing are non Vanessa Hudgens characters that cross over. From Christmas, um, from Christmas, uh, uh, from from Christmas Prince to Princess Switch movies to um, like to uh, the holiday Advent calendar movie. There's like a whole thing. It it is insane, and they are quietly building this Netflix cinematic Christmas universe that does not, sadly, as for, at least as far as we know so far, does not include Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square, which I should have picked because it's one of the greatest Christmas movies ever. So how many characters is Vanessa Hudgens playing at this point at least, in this at universe? Least four, at least four, possibly five. Okay. Right. Mav, yes. I, this year, <laughs> we release our episodes every Monday. Monday is a Christmas, and it's supposed to be a film in our rotation, and I did not know what to put on there. <laughs> As a special <laughs> for fans, would you come talk about Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square? Absolutely. Or you well, want I was going to say the, the, the Princess Switch, but oh, if you want to do either one, either one, and I and I'll, I will bring Hannah with me. I will without her even hearing this episode because we're recording now. I will answer for her that yes, and she will come and talk about any of those films. Okay. We are I, such huge fans. I, I'm putting in Netflix Christmas for yeah. our christmas day release uh, <laughs> but yeah we'll also be doing one and we'll be doing as always we'll we do a cheesy christmas movies special on vox podcast so that yeah. will still be occurring but it won't just be about the christmas cinematic cinematic universe that netflix does it's i mean uh, <laughs> if we're gonna be teasing stuff every year we also do a cheesy christmas yes, movie here's, special here's on, very different. <laughs> on the protagonist podcast that's <laughs> true <laughs> Uh, how do we end up with two different shows when we just do the same stuff over uh, and over? 
I mean, this show might have appeared twice or so we've resolved nothing. This is just the silliness part at this point. (laughs) Andrew, Joe, anything you guys want to plug? Uh, I host the protagonist podcast where each week we talk about a great character, great story. Very often we have Mav on, uh, and we also possibly right now. (laughs) Uh, We've pulled most of the uh, Vox Popcast, you know, regulars over uh, for for an episode or two as well. And you can find me on protagonist as well as Disney Animation Minute Essentials. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter or I guess Twitter's not called Twitter anymore. It's called X. So X or Instagram or Facebook. I'm on I'm on Blue Sky and Threads. I'm on Mastodon when I remember that it's there, which is almost never. I'm you know, I'm probably on LiveJournal and Friendster and 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 MySpace, but you know, I'm on all the social media, always at Chris Maverick. Uh, the show a little more limited. We are just on X and Facebook because we lost our Instagram account, which means we also don't have a threads account and I haven't made a blue sky yet. Social media is a mess, but you know, you can follow the show's blog at www.voxpopcast.com. That's always up to date. And we post what we're going to be talking about next week. You can leave us a comment on this or any other show. You can say, hey, have Joe and Andrew on more again. Do more crossovers with protagonists because, you know, I like having half the amount of podcast entertainment. Um, actually, seriously, go listen to their show and see if you can pick out the differences because there are subtle differences between the two recordings. Anyway. If you enjoy the show, and we certainly hope you do, then please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify. Except for I don't think Stitcher's there anymore. I really have to work on this outro. Um, but Pandora, maybe? I don't know. Wherever the hell you get podcasts from and do us a favor. Leave us a five-star review. If you leave us a five-star review, especially on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, that gooses the algorithm, makes us more popular, and really helps us out. I would like to thank Joe and Andrew once again for doing this really weird, crazy, I guess, list game show with me at the last minute. This was a lot of fun. I would like to thank Maximilian of Thoughtform Music for our epic theme song building ever so more epically and playing us out. I would like to thank you at home for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.